you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Price picks is the easiest, the most exciting way to get in on the action. Whether you watch your favorite sports and players, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Download the app today. Use code MIB for a first deposit match of up to $100. And here we go. Ciao Fabri, welcome back for our episode of the podcast. As always, every week, every Tuesday, we go through all the news, uh, all what's happening around Europe and not only with the transfer market. Let's start with a question from Socios, from our listeners, uh, about De Jong. What's happening with Frankie De Jong to Manchester United? What's the real situation of him? Yes, guys, Frankie De Jong... um... Is the question I see everywhere because it's a complicated situation to, to understand and I'm trying to explain what's the real point. Mm. Yes, it's true that Manchester United uh, board was yesterday in Barcelona. It's also true that Manchester United board uh, have been they have been in Barcelona more than three times in the last month, I'm told. So it's not the first time and was not like a mission to complete the deal in 24 hours or that kind of things. No, this is not the case yet. I say yet because... Manchester United and Barcelona guys have an agreement almost ready since two weeks. So this is not new, but Manchester United and Barcelona have agreed on the potential final. I say potential because this deal depends on Frankie de Jong, not on the clubs now, but only on Frankie de Jong. Manchester United and Barcelona have always been in contact even when uh, Juan Laporta, Barcelona president, said that we will do our best to keep Frankie de Jong. Yes, but at the same point, they were negotiating with Man United and they are discussing with Man United. They have an agreement on the fixed part of the deal, 65 million euros, not yet on the structure of the 20 million euro sedons, but this is like a detail. So the deal will not collapse because of the clubs. Man United and Barcelona are speaking. Barcelona can't pay uh, the salary of Frankie de Jong next season, or of course, maybe they can, but... Uh, it could create a problem on the financial situation. And this is why they want to reduce his salary. But at the moment, on Frankie's side, it's really unlikely to see Frankie the Young reducing his salary. And so what's the situation? Two clubs are in very advanced talks for Frankie the Young. Deal to Manchester United. But Frankie wants to stay at Barcelona. Frankie wants to continue at Barca. So now it's up to Frankie to decide what he wants to do. Because May United are pushing. May United are sending a message by going to Barcelona, discussing with Barca and pushing with Barca. So let's see what Frankie will decide. But at the moment, for Frankie, is Barca, 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 like their, uh, their, their song. So yeah. at the moment, this is the situation. We will see what, uh, what happens with Manchester United trying and trying to change the situation. This is a big week also for Matthijs the league future, uh, Juventus defender. On Monday, uh, Brazo Selamizic flew to Turin to speak with Juventus also and with the agent uh, at the agency with Rafaela Pimenta of the Ligt, No, So what's happening with the Ligt? Is it close to leave Juventus or we are not at the stage yet? 
Yes, I would say that the league is close to leave Juventus, and the expectation is that at the end, uh, Matthijs de Ligt will leave Juventus this summer. This is the typical situation where the clubs are trying to discuss and find a way, and we have to respect Juventus in this, because they paid 80 million euros for the league. He's still one of the best centre-backs around Europe. He's a super young player, so it's normal that the negotiation is not easy. But Salih Amitic sent a strong message by flying to Turin, meeting with Juventus, meeting also with Rafaela Pimenta, the agent of Matthijs de Ligt. And the message in this meeting on player side to Juventus was, we have an agreement. Bayern mm. and Matthijs de Ligt have an agreement on personal terms. So the message was very clear. It's a five-year contract. It's a very good salary. So the Ligt uh, made it clear to, to Juventus that he wants to go to Bayern. But at the same point, Juventus are not accepting uh, the fees. I see around like 60 million, 65 million euros. They are not accepting. They want different fee. They want at least 80 million euros guaranteed. But maybe more than this, including the add-ons and everything. So we will see how the negotiation will go. Bayern are already preparing a new approach to Juventus to discuss again about the Ligt. They want to be fast, Bayern, because they know that Chelsea are really interested in the Ligt since long time. They are still there because Thomas Tuchel is a big fan. Now Bayern are leading the race, but they want to be fast. They want to push. And so this is the situation with the centre-back. We will see because the Ligt is one of the big names on the market. Another question from our socials friends, our socials listeners, is about what Juventus will do in case they sell the Ligt. Which kind of defender they were going to buy uh, after the Ligt? I think they need two centre-backs because the Ligt is close to, to leaving the club and Giorgio Chiellini left to join uh, LAFC. So it's normal for Juventus to, to explore more than one option. Uh, they have an list with many names. Uh, Koulibaly, they are big fans. They love Koulibaly. They met in public in Milan a few days ago with his agent. But at the same point, Napoli director Giuntoli was very clear. He said he's untouchable. He's not on the market for us, especially with Juventus. So this is the situation with Koulibaly. He's the top of the list for Juve, but really complicated. Um, also, want to mention a player that Juventus really like, and this Gabriel Magallanes from Arsenal. He's a player that is really appreciated by Juventus. They consider him a fantastic centre-back. So let's see what happens with Arsenal because they have to decide if they want to sign a new centre-back or not. What could be the price for Gabriel? Because a few months ago, he was absolutely untouchable. But we know how in the market, if you receive a good proposal, things can change. But as of now, uh, Juventus are also including the name of Gabriel in their list. There is still no bid for Gabriel, so it's not a negotiation yet with Arsenal. But Gabriel Magallanes is really appreciated. Uh, talking about centre-backs, talking about defenders, uh, uh, Lisandro Martinez... Uh, what's happening? Because every day there is a different rumor if he, if he leaves, he doesn't leave. Uh, so what's the situation with Lisandro Martinez and Ajax? Yes, there are contacts really every single day on this deal. Uh, so I'm sure that while we are speaking, things are happening <laughs> around this Lisandro Martinez deal because the player is pushing. The player is really pushing with Ajax, like saying, OK, I want to go. It's time for me to go to the Premier League. It's a big opportunity because Manchester United are pushing a lot. With Eric Ten Hag, Eric Ten Hag is trying in every single way to have Lisandro Martinez. The bid for 50 million was turned down, but Ajax wants more than this. The feeling in the last 24 hours is that Ajax are now open to discuss with English clubs to find a way. Why I say English clubs? Because Manchester United are leading the race, they are pushing, they are preparing a new direct approach, but also Arsenal behind the scenes are still there, they are still trying. Uh, Arteta is a big fan of, uh, of Lisandro. So both clubs are still there. Man United are leading the race, but now it's up to Ajax to decide what they want to do. Why it was taking long? Because Ajax say, if we keep the player for one more season, maybe after the World Cup, if today he's worth 50-55 million, maybe in one year he will be worth 80 million or 90 million, as many centre-backs we see around Europe. Mm -hmm. So this is why Ajax were trying to keep the player, also to, to have a chance to sell him next summer. But as of now, the feeling is that now they're finally 
open to discuss about Lisandro with uh, Manchester United especially and Arsenal. Talking about Manchester United, Eric Tenag was really clear about the future of Cristiano Ronaldo in his ideas. Yes, and and I think it's not it's not so surprising to to hear from from Eric Ten Hag that he wants to keep Cristiano. Uh, he was really honest in saying the reality because he said uh, I spoke to Cristiano before this issue came up, so uh, it's a conversation that was more than one month ago, and it's not a conversation of a few days ago. Right after Cristiano told the club that he wants to leave, let me clarify one thing. We already said here last week, and it's important to remind that Cristiano is not with Manchester United team, not because he wants to force his move, but because he's really dealing uh, with a personal issue, with a family issue. And so we have to respect Cristiano on this. At the same point, his agent, Jorge Mendes, is exploring option. He's still hoping for Chelsea to open discussions with Thomas Tuchel, who is the man who has to decide on Cristiano Ronaldo. Because Todd Bowley had a conversation with Mendes, but it's up to Thomas Tuchel. So we will see how it will develop, uh, how it will develop with uh, with Chelsea and with Bayern. Because at the moment Bayern are saying no, they don't want uh, they don't want Cristiano Ronaldo. It was also public with Sadio Mizic, with Oliver Kahn. But we know that in the market things can change. As of today, it's a no from Bayern. But we will see in the coming weeks. So Mendes is pushing, but Manchester United, not just Eric Ten Hag, but also people in the board, send always the same message. He's not for sale and we want Cristiano to stay. So Ten Hag is now waiting for the player to return, to have a conversation with him, to try to change his mind, to try to change the situation around Cristiano Ronaldo and then to leave. To see what happens because we know that with Cristiano and Mendes it's never easy. Yeah, going back to, to Spain for a moment and with a question from our social listeners uh, in the app, remember here we talk, is the section of the app where you can send the questions. Rafinha, what's going on with Barcelona? Hi guys, this Rafinha story is really is really crazy because what happened, I tell you, in the last 24-48 hours, Juventus, uh, not sorry, Juventus, I was reading the question, um, of course it's Barcelona, we just miss Juventus on this story, we have yeah, yeah, Chelsea, yeah. Barcelona. So, Only Italy uh, missing. Exactly, exactly. No, Ch- um, the situation with Barcelona is very clear. On Sunday night, they improved their Belber proposal for Rafinha. So Barcelona contacted Leeds and told them, we are prepared to offer 68 million euros and to pay all the taxes of the deal, all the commissions of the deal. It means that total package could be around 75, sorry, 72 million euros. So this is the fee, potential fee, 72 million euros. Why I say potential? Because to complete negotiations, you need to send official bids. And at the moment, leads are still waiting for Barcelona to send the official bid for 72 million million euros so it's now up to Barca to send this bid and complete this Rafinha story because the player did everything to join Barcelona even during the weekend he had contacts with Leeds like saying let me go to to Barca because he wants to complete this dream and to play for Barcelona Chelsea are still there waiting to see what happens till the end of the story because they have an agreement with Leeds it's two weeks now that Chelsea agreed with Leeds for, uh, for yeah. uh, 60 million pounds. So they are just waiting, but Barcelona have now the situation in their hands. They need to send the official proposal and to complete this Rafinha story. So let's follow the next steps today, tomorrow, this week, and we will see the timing for this Rafinha story. Uh, meanwhile, Barcelona are still hopeful about Lewandowski, who today was back in training at Bayern, and Usman Dembélé new contract. Yes, for Dembélé, it's basically the same. They have an agreement with Dembélé. Dembélé accepted all the clauses into this contract. It will be a two-year deal with Barcelona, but they need to send him the official contract and then to sign. So on verbal basis, everything is ready, but Barca need to approve 
this contract to say, okay, yes, we are ready, let's sign. And with Barcelona, we know that it's not a detail because we know that, for example, yeah, yeah, last yeah. summer with Leo Messi was the same. Eh? Yeah. Everything was ready with Leo Messi, he said many times, and then it collapsed because sometimes of the rules of the financial situation. So Barca always need to check everything, but they have an agreement with Usman Dembele. So Dembele is ready to sign with Barca. Let's wait for these contracts to be sent, to be approved, and then we will see the situation of, of Usman. For Lewandowski, he's back in training with, uh, with Bayern, but Barcelona are still working on it, so they are still in contact with Bayern, and we will see the timing. Also here, the timing with Barca is never easy, but they are working on Lewandowski, they are working on Rafinha, they are working on Dembele, so they are on many points, on many players, and uh, let me mention Carney from Aston Villa, this talented English boy, who is a really interesting opportunity, but still not following him. So remember the name, Carney Chukmeza, because he's a really talented boy and could be an option for Barca for present and future. Paris Saint-Germain, what's next? Skriniar, Scamacca? Yes, for Skriniar, they are negotiating with Inter, but at the moment, the agreement is still, is still not completed between Inter and PSG. Uh, so, with the player, they have no big issues because the player would be ready to accept, even if he's super happy in Milan with Inter. But at the same point, he would be ready to accept. It's now up to the clubs, because at the moment, PSG are still on the same proposal. 50 million euros with some adults. Inter want way more than this, so we will see. The contest will continue this week for Milan Skriniar, but it's not agreed yet. So, we need to Wait and see what happens. Renato Sanchez still a top priority for Luis Campos in the midfield and the strikers. You mentioned Scamacca because Paris Saint-Germain are pushing on this Scamacca deal since a long time, but they want to pay 40 million euros. And Sassuolo want 50 million euros. And with Luis Campos, it's not like in the past that you say, okay, let's spend the money. Easy. With Luis Campos, it's completely different. He wants to pay the right money for the players. And at the moment, he has still no agreement with Sassuolo because his value of Scamacca is around 40. And Sassuolo won 50. So, still no deal. Remember the name of Uko Ekitike, because we already mentioned Ekitike here for PSG. It was one month ago. They are really interested. Luis Campos is a big fan of this boy, considered a top, top talent. And so, Ekitike could be an opportunity for PSG. Let me mention, if PSG sign Ekitike, they will not send him on loan. He will stay into the first mm. team. Uh, the name of Nabri is everywhere. I mean, there are a lot of rumors about yes. him. What's, what's, what's happening with him? Yes, let me say first thing, no Arsenal. I already said last week, but I want to clarify because I always see Arsenal in the rumor for Serge Gnabry. It's not the case. I'm told he's not going to Arsenal. As of today, there is nothing. And also about Arsenal, let me deny the name of N'Golo Kanté because someone said about Arsenal signing Kanté. I'm told uh, that there is nothing between Kanté, Chelsea and, uh, and Arsenal. And uh, it's important to say about Gnabry um, that the situation is pretty clear on player's side. He's still discussing with Bayern to extend the contract. So it's not over between Bayern and Gnabry. They have still no agreement, but there is a discussion ongoing between the agents of Gnabry and Bayern. So this is the priority for him. It's true that Chelsea are a big fan of Gnabry. Thomas Tuchel rates him highly, so he's convinced that he's a top, top winger. But at the moment, there is still no bid from Chelsea to Bayern for Gnabry. So he's one to watch because he's in the list at Chelsea. But let me say that Bayern are still negotiating with Gnabry. Uh, you wanted to mention also some behind the scenes, right? In the, yes. In the last with part. different players. With different we players. Have talents, we have yeah. top players. And, so. uh, for Harry Kane, I received and we received a lot of questions about Bayern because of these German rumors about Bayern trying to sign Kane to replace Lewandowski. It's true that Bayern are big fan of Lewandowski. Kane. They consider Kane a fantastic number nine, the player who could be perfect to be the replacement for Lewandowski. But guys, this summer is simply impossible. So he's untouchable for Tottenham, he's untouchable for Fabio Faradic, he's untouchable for Daniel Levy, Antonio Conte. So Kane is staying at Tottenham and they want to negotiate a new deal with him. Vinicius Jr., new contract 
signed with Real Madrid. So it's done. It's signed till June 2027. Uh, and it was done 2026. Then Florentino Perez personally called uh, agents and people involved into the deal to say, we want one more year. We need one more year. And so it took some time, but now it's done and signed for Vinicius Junior to extend his contract with Real Madrid till 2027. We are just waiting for the official statement and Jude Bellingham. Because Jurgen Klopp in the last 24 hours said he's a fantastic player and everything, but he's not on the market. And the reality is that Liverpool, immediately after missing out on uh, Aurelien Chouameni, they were exploring this discussion for, uh, for Jude Bellingham, but it was not even a negotiation because for Borussia Dortmund, he's not on the market. So no bid, no discussion, no negotiation. Bellingham will not leave Borussia Dortmund this summer, but I feel that Bellingham next summer on this podcast will be, will be almost in every episode. Yeah, will be the name of the summer for sure. Let's move into the quick fires. Uh, the first one is uh, from Sochos, listeners, a question from Sochos. Zaniolo, Nicolò Zaniolo, future. Juventus wants Zaniolo. Juventus wants Zaniolo. They are working on this Zaniolo deal. They have to wait to sell Matthijs de Ligt because the financial situation, of course, to change uh, to change the, the how I can say the plan for Juventus because, of course, now they have the Ligt and they need to sign two centre back in case he leaves. But also Zaniolo is a top priority for Juve. But still, no agreement with Roma. So we have to follow the situation because in Italy they said it was done last week, but it's not done yet. It will take some time. Stracoscia. Thomas Strakosha joins Brentford. And so no Manchester United, despite many rumors, but he will be new Brentford goalkeeper. And let me say congrats to Brentford because they signed Haron Ike from Bologna, this fullback who is a really talented yeah. boy. They are going to sign also Yarmoluk, Ukrainian talent. It's a done deal, just waiting for the official statement. Kane Lewis Potter, who is a really talented boy from Hull City. So Brentford are moving on the market and many things are happening. Slonina. Gabriel Zolina, finally, there is an agreement between Chelsea and Chicago Fire, around 10 million plus at owns. There is, of course, an agreement with the player. He will stay on loan at Chicago Fire till the end of the season. But there is still no official bid. So they are waiting for the official paperwork to be sent this week to Chicago Fire to complete the deal and then have the deal we go. Francisco Trincao. Trincao joins Sporting for 10 million euros for the 50% of the deal from Barcelona. Barca will also have uh, the recompra, so the buyback clause available for Francisco Trincao. There is an agreement with the player, and so Trincao to Sporting from Barca. Kanté. We already mentioned Kanté, and we want to clarify that Chelsea will have a conversation with N'Golo Kanté in the coming weeks to understand the situation of his contract. He's out of contract next summer, so Chelsea need to make a decision together with N'Golo Kanté if they want to continue together to discuss a new deal or not. Again, no Arsenal move as of now. A uh, question from Sochos. Arturo Vidal to Flamengo. It's question matter of, of, of minutes, okay. I would say, hours, because he resolved his contract, terminated his contract with Inter on, uh, on, on Monday. Everything is now uh, available between, between Flamengo and uh, Vidal. They will sign the contract soon, and so Vidal will be new Flamengo player. Jonathan Klaus. Very good pullback from Lens. It's really... Uh, close to join Marseille. There is an agreement with the player, still in negotiation between Marseille and Lens, but Jonathan Klaus is one to watch for OM. And let me clarify, for Marseille fans, they are many that Mertens and Dybala are not targets for the owner. Thank you, Fabri. Talk to you next week. Ciao. Ciao. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Men in Blazers ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or... You can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.